0: The following is audio from the Refuge Church. Every sermon is an invitation to understand, obey, and enjoy God. More information about the Refuge Church is available at therefugechurch.us. How many of you have heard the word mommalies"? Well, You guys need to get out more. Okay. <laughs> How many of you have heard the word "homily, okay, two of you. that's good uh, no. so i I saw this online. A mommily is it's like a homily, but it's it's it comes from a mom, okay, so a mommily is a homily from a mom. You get that okay, thanks. So here are some mommies that um, actually I found on um, you know, a very reputable source. It's called the Internet. <laughs> but these are fun. I want you to kind of think uh, how many of these you heard from your mom. Common sense isn't all that common. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. A hard head makes a soft behind. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't get that, I can demonstrate afterwards. (laughs) Everything that shines is not gold. It could be a tooth, yeah? Don't start something you can't finish. You ever have your mom tell you that? Our family is rich and someday we might have money too. <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> you're not spoiled, you're taken care of. Just smile. People will wonder what you're up to. <laughs> oh, Brian just woke up. All right. <laughs> so, Always Be wary of anyone who is too enthusiastic about anything. (laughs) This is my favorite one. It says, and this is something that I could hear a mom saying, use your broom to sweep your porch before you go sweeping other people's porches. Wow, isn't that good? I'd never heard that before. Use your broom to sweep your porch before you go sweeping other people's porches. Kind of like take the log out of your own eye before you go after the speck in someone else's eye. So we're going to come to Proverbs. Um, you know, as I was thinking about preaching this morning, uh, I actually looked back over the, the last several years and having preached a variety of Mother's Day, and I was going to preach one sermon, and then I looked back, and I did it a couple years ago, and I thought, people, if they're really smart, they're going to look online and see that I just re-preached it. But so, Proverbs 31, 1 to 9, I have never even thought about this passage in terms of Mothers, but it's an incredible passage, and what it really is kind of like a some momalies, uh from King, and I don't even know how to pronounce his name, Lemuel, uh, and it's probably most certainly Solomon that we're talking about here. Solomon is responsible for most of the proverbs, and it's probably kind of like a uh, a pet name. Uh, that Solomon's mom gave to him. Literally, it kind of has the, me, the meaning of for God or devoted to God or belonging to God, which is very much, uh, very similar to kind of the word that God himself gave to Solomon. And in 2 Samuel twelve twenty five, 25, uh, when Solomon is born and... Uh, He's given the name by David, his father, Solomon, which means peace, basically. Some, same word as Shalom, Solomon. Uh, it says that the Lord loved him, and because the Lord loved him, he gave him the name Jedidiah. So that's kind of God's name for Solomon. And it means loved by the Lord. Um, kind of similar to my name. David means beloved. So God loved Solomon and me. Um, well, he might love you too, anyway. But I know he loves me. And I so I think kind of in a similar way, kind of this endearing name. Then that uh, you all remember who. Solomon's mother is—I mean, what makes this incredible? Solomon's mother is Bathsheba, right? Involved in an adulterous relationship with David, um, and Solomon is born. And you know, it's such a—it's such a beautiful thing as we come to this passage because um, in that world, and and often in our world, that you know, instead of being Loved by the Lord, the name he's given. In our mind, we can say rejected by the Lord, abandoned by the Lord. But it's such a beautiful testimony as we come to this passage and remembering his name, Jedediah, given to him by the Lord, loved by the Lord, and then Lemuel, which in the same way means belonging to the Lord or devoted to the Lord. And so we see this man, Solomon, who who has written these words kind of remembering what his mom has told him what is so important. Uh, It says, An inspired utterance his mother taught him. So he's passing on some momalies is what he's doing. But they're inspired. They're they're words that he's convinced that his mom taught him, but but really have come from the Lord. And so... um, She's passionate. Notice she says, listen, my son. Listen, son of my womb. Listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. And, and so she's just pouring into him these, really, we're going to see three just things that come from her heart that she knows are from the Lord and that she wants him to, to listen to and to heed. Um. So there's two things that really that I desire this morning as we look at this passage. It's, it's really a simple passage and they're simple principles. But first of all, I want us to, each one of us, to come to it as simple as it is and to listen again to what Bathsheba has taught Solomon which are so, she knows, are so important principles, truths from the Lord that will change his life if he follows them. And so, for us again this morning, I, I'm, a, I'm really good at forgetting things. <laughs> I, um, my mom has taught me a lot of great things over the years, and some I've remembered and some I've conveniently forgotten when I didn't want to remember them. Um, so this morning, just as we come to these three simple things that I think are so fundamental, and these just truths that God wants us to hear from a mother's mouth, a mother's heart, that are so fundamental to us experiencing the life that God would have us to experience. And then the second thing is, um, I, I just want to be honest up front. Uh, I have an agenda this morning. I mean, obviously the first agenda is I want us to hear these important truths, but the second agenda, um, it's echoing what, um, what Megan just shared with you as she talked about love local and the need for mentors. Um, is it some of you, even though we've been talking about this for weeks, and the need of it, and the importance of it, and you've dismissed it because you thought, well, five, good grief. I mean, five out of this, and you add another group in another hour and a half. I don't have to be one of those five, right? Somebody else will do it. As we hear these mamalies, as we hear what this mother is pouring out, as she's pouring out her heart to her son, that that you'd hear her heart, and at the same time, you'd you'd hear the need and you'd say, God, would you have me to be a mom or a mentor to a young person that didn't have the privilege of this, someone pouring into their life these mamalies, these truths, this heart. Okay, um, so we're going to start here in Proverbs. We're going to read it. It says, The sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother taught him, You know, when our moms tell us these things, we don't think they're very inspired, right, when we don't want to do them. She says, listen, my son, listen, son of my womb, it's her heart, listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. Number one, do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and deprive all their oppressed of their rights. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak up. This is number three. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute, speak up and judge fairly, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. So if we can go back to verse three, and I'm gonna put this kind of in the, in the form of a mommily, okay? Maybe to help you to remember mommily number one, in verse three, I believe what it's saying is, lying in the wrong bed will always bring you pain instead. Lying in the wrong bed will always bring you pain. Instead, you see that here. Proverbs six twenty-three to twenty-nine, and there's a lot of these. Uh, what he's talking about here, there's a lot of these in Proverbs. But this is what Proverbs six twenty-three through twenty-nine says. Listen, this command is a lamp. This teaching is a light and correction and instruction are the way to life. And it's really what, what all the Proverbs are is this, these instructions that lead to life. Verse 24, Proverbs 6, it says, keeping you from your neighbor's wife, from the smooth talk of a wayward woman, do not lust in your heart after her beauty or let her captivate you with her eyes. For a prostitute can be had for a loaf of bread, but another man's wife preys on your very life. Listen, verse 27, it says, can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? It's pretty graphic, isn't it? Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? So is he who sleeps with another man's wife. No one touches her. No one who touches her will go unpunished. This is such an important mommeling number one. Uh, because, you know, in the, midst of, in, in the midst of the moment, in the midst of the passion, uh, when, when our, our husband or our wife or just seems so unattractive or so tired, and uh, this is such great, lying in the wrong bed will always bring you pain instead. Do not spend your strength on women, your vigor on those who ruin kings. And and this could be uh, a mother's advice to a daughter, also, right? How often, how many of us have wasted our our strength on wrong relationships? Number two. So if the first one is flee immorality. Uh, which in our world is so common and and almost doesn't even make sense to talk about because it's such a part of life, immorality. And yet it's such a part of ruining lives. Just a great mamma. Number two is, it's not for you kings to drink wine or to crave beer. Lest you drink and forget what has been decreed, you deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Lest in your drinking and being intoxicated and controlled, you deprive the oppressed of their rights, you forget the king that you are. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish, let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. This kind of comes from Ephesians 5.18. This is the Mammali number Two that I think is it, it's not a momely saying don't drink, but don't be dominated by drink in a way that it keeps you from doing what you should do. This is Momley number two. Drinking away your sorrows will only ruin tomorrow. Drinking away your sorrows will only ruin tomorrow. Ephesians 5:18 says do not get drunk on wine which leads to debauchery. Instead be filled with the spirit. And the and the in juxtaposition, what those are saying is don't be controlled by wine. And we could we could put that with anything. Don't be controlled by anything else. I mean we can be controlled by by alcohol or by lust or by food or by our job. We can right? Don't be controlled by anything else, which leads to a life that doesn't lead to life. The description in, in 1 Timothy 5 is so descriptive. It says of younger widows who are just living a life of just whoopee, doing whatever I wanna do. It says they were dead even while they live. I've, that, that phrase has always grabbed me. How many of us, how many people do we know are, being, are dead? <laughs> even while they live. Instead, let's be people who are controlled by the Spirit so that a control that leads to life and doesn't lead to death. If number one is flee immorality, number two is don't let anything or anyone control you except the Holy Spirit. And then number, number three, verses eight and nine, speak up for those who cannot Speak for themselves for the rights of all who are destitute speak up and judge fairly defend the rights of the poor and the needy. So two things to avoid and, and the third to pursue. And this is, this is the mommeling fighting injustice is what should motivate us. Um, you know, it wasn't um, just the news, the last couple of weeks has been something that happened at Penn State University. Are you familiar with that? Um, a hazing into a fraternity, and the young man ended up dying. And there's 12 of these frat brothers that are being charged with murder as, as they watched and didn't even do anything to help their brother and he's dead. Uh, speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. James 1.27 says, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and fought, faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress. That's, that's who's being talked about right here. To look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. And that could be the first two mamalies. And in James one, twenty seven it puts those all together and says, that is, that is true religion. Um, I was looking... Um, I was reading the news last night and it directed me to another site which said 20 religious leaders who aren't uh, practicing what they preach. That uh, kind of lured me and and so I, I looked at the website and it listed 20 well-known names, many of which we would know, uh, individuals in the United States of America that are televangelists or well-known preachers or religious leaders. And it just kind of exposed them um, as not practicing what they preach. And, and the heart of it was the decadent, lavish lifestyles that they're living. One individual was making 900000 a year, and, his, and the average income of his parishioner was 27000 a year. That's not this. That's not true religion. That's just fakery. Fighting injustice is what should motivate us. Um, and these are just, this is just good, good basic truth that comes from God through a mother. The second thing is, if we can come, in, in second Thessalonians 2 7 and 8. Um, listen to what it says. It kind of picks it up. Uh, at the at the beginning, middle of verse 7. This is what it says in 2 Thessalonians 2, 7 and 8. Because even though this is a a Mother's Day message, I don't want you guys or single folks to think that you're you you maybe already checked out, but now you can start listening, okay? Notice what it says. Uh Boy, I gave you the wrong. It's First Thessalonians, because you're looking at it saying, "What is Dave talking about?" <laughs> so, First Thessalonians two seven and eight. Now you know what Second Thessalonians says, but this is. It says, "Just as a nursing mother cares for her children," and this is Paul writing. This is a a male writing this. He says. Just as a nursing mother cares for her children, so we cared for you. And this is Paul writing to the Thessalonian believers. So we cared for you like a nursing mother. I mean, the most graphic description of care and nurture. So we cared for you because we loved you so much. We were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our lives as well. Brings us to number two, it, it's, you know, as we come to, to Proverbs three, you know, the beginning and, 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 and Bathsheba saying, listen, son of my womb, listen, answer to my prayers. It's like this pleading to her son to listen. Uh, Solomon started off listening, but he ended his life pretty broken because he didn't listen to his mom's advice. I mean, the first advice she gave him, lying in another another bed will end up as pain instead. Solomon is probably, be, besides knowing, known for his wisdom, is known for his immorality that just destroyed and wreaked havoc in his life. Um, and so Bathsheba, she's saying, listen, listen, and, and and that's what I want. I just I pray that not only would you listen, have listened to the statistics that Daryl shared earlier, but, but listen to what Paul is saying. As a nursing mother cares for her children, so we cared for you. We loved you so much. We were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. And that is, that's what God is calling us to do. As people who say we love, Jesus is to overflow that love to others that don't know that love I mean the statistics of the young people that we, we serve are, are horrendous in terms of the, the kids that have become homeless or the kids, the, the abuse, the abandonment, the rejection 47% of the youth that we serve, homeless youth are, are homeless because of sexual abuse in the home it's the, it's the abandonment of the first principle, the first mommy, and the, and the havoc that has wreaked in the lives of millions upon millions of young people that need moms. Three things I wanna just leave with you, why this is so important, um, is number one, our youth have experienced all these things, the advice, that Bathsheba was giving to Solomon, the consequences of immorality, the consequences of substance abuse, the consequences of injustice. Um, Our youth need moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and uncles and aunts and big brothers and big sisters. One of the the most wonderful conversations I had was with an 82-year-old lady three weeks ago after I'd been on a homeless panel. She came up to me afterwards and shared with me that she was um, a volunteer at our Paulsbow drop-in center. Uh, at, at 82 years old, now does that take away any excuse from anybody else? <laughs> I mean, talk about feeling inadequate or unable to relate or whatever. And at 82 years old, she began volunteering and for six months it was hard because it can be hard. And, uh, and there was one particular girl that was put on her heart and she kept trying to reach out to her and, and show her love and show her care. And she just kept getting rebuffed until finally there was a breakthrough And they became good friends. And she found out at the end of that process that this young gal had been abused by her grandma. And so how hard it was for her to even receive any kind of care or attention from this 82-year-old lady, a grandma figure. And yet how God then incredibly used that as this 82-year-old lady persisted. I mean, just the incredible healing it brought in this young gal's life. Our youth need Moms, individuals like Paul says, who will not just share the gospel with them, but their very lives. Because our, our youth need mommies. I mean, how many of them have never had someone like my mom, like I had from my mom, <laughs> to care for me, uh, to pray for me, to check in on me, to take me out for ice cream, teach me how to drive, show me how to fill out a FAFSA. Text me, encouraging scriptures. I mean, all those things that some of us have taken for granted. Um, So, we've already heard it a few times today. I'm going to say it one more time to the mothers Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) Really, moms, you're so important. But the question, as even as I thought about preaching this sermon and thought about that phrase that we're going to hear and say so often today, Happy Mother's Day, I wonder for how many of our youth will that be true? Is Mother's Day a happy day? Uh, is Father's Day a happy day? And then I just think of the impact of a bunch of us, not five of us, but 25 of us, God hearing the pleading of Bathsheba to Solomon and maybe God just putting a little bit of that pleading in your own heart to say, maybe I could be that mom, that dad, that grandma or grandpa to a young person that maybe has never really heard a momaly from somebody that cares for them. Let's pray. Father, um, I thank you for my mom. I thank you for moms and Father. My mom wasn't perfect. I certainly haven't been a perfect dad. Yet, Father, I thank you for moms and dads, and I thank you for everyone here this morning. And Father, the opportunity that we have is we hear your voice, and I pray that you would speak in a in a in a quiet, gentle way to the to the hearts of even a bunch here this morning and put on their hearts the opportunity and even the probability of just being a mom or a dad, a brother, sister, to young people that so desperately need it. Thank you for how much you love us, even as you displayed that by calling Solomon Jedediah loved by you. Thank you for your love. Amen.